In this episode of The Generational Perspective, we continue our conversation with Anna Golden, this time about her experience growing up alongside Mac as a military child. We also discuss traveling the globe and how one's environment alters their perception about the rest of the world. Make sure that you subscribe and turn on notifications so that you never miss an episode. Enjoy. Okay, so me and Anna grew up as military kids. My father joined the military um, when 9-11 happened. And I don't know about your, I don't know when Mr. Golden Paul joined the military, but anyway, we both grew up military. And so we moved around. I don't know. I actually don't even know how many times you've moved around. I've moved around probably, I think, 10 to 11 times. And I've lived in maybe 13 to 14 different houses. And I'm sure it's similar towards you. So me and Anna are just going to talk a little bit about what it's like to live like a military kid and to move around literally every two to three years up until we're 21 years old. So, yeah, um, my dad joined in 99. Um, he was, oh, actually, so that was, yeah, that was two years before my dad. Then. Yeah. yeah, he was approached because uh, he was a lawyer and mm-hmm. they always want lawyers and doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we moved probably like 10 times as well. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how many houses I yeah, I just made that up. I don't even know how many like probably the same. Honestly, I mean, like 12, 13, something like that. Yeah. Um, not to even account for the moves that we have done on our own, truly, because these are technically moves too. I think to college. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was, it was an interesting upbringing. I think that like a lot of people have mixed uh, thoughts about like military kids and like or, or have zero thoughts truly or like don't really know what to expect. Um, yeah. And it was i mean i have like a, i think an interesting just background in general also because again my mom uh she immigrated here from cuba um in the 70s and my dad's from here from boston um and then you know i was born in the, ne- the netherlands um and moved you know all over the country in the united states there, and there go your presidential aspirations i know <laughs> so pissed that was a big goal of mine for a while. And everyone was like, uh, there's some bad news. Um, <laughs> I think and, I remember that. Yeah, I would. I want to do that so bad. Um, but nope, not possible. They said maybe if I was born on a military base, but I wasn't. So yeah. Um, so list all the places you've been and then say which ones you like the most and which ones you dislike the most. Okay. So the Netherlands, I was born there. Mm-hmm. Um, loved it. I can't remember a thing. I was baby. Um, <laughs> lived there for three years. And then I moved to uh, North Carolina. And then I moved to a different part of North Carolina um, within like two years. And then I moved to Virginia, Charlottesville, Virginia. Oh, you uh, lived there too? I didn't even know about that. <laughs> God damn. They, our dads had the same job there. Oh, shit, man. We go way back. Oh. Um, and then moved back to North Carolina, to Pinehurst, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, Leavenworth, Kansas. You guys live there? I didn't yeah. even know that. This is so funny. I'm just finding out about this. Um, back to Virginia, Nova, where we met uh, the Duracos. And then Germany, V-Spot in Germany. And then back to Nova, where we rekindled with the Duracos. <laughs> rekindled. Uh, and then that's I actually crazy. moved to Boston, and then I moved to the Netherlands again, and then moved back to Boston. So <laughs> Jesus, that's crazy. I'll tell you about mine afterwards, but I, I did not know... Yeah, because we when we first met you, we were like, oh, yeah, that's the North Carolina family. Because yeah. didn't you guys own a house down there? You guys yeah. like have been around North Carolina like a bit. 
we were that was the most I think the longest I'd ever well I mean the the long most amount of time I'd ever lived in a specific state yeah um like I lived in three different places in North Carolina but I lived there I think for like seven years in total holy um, shit that's yeah. like a millennial to me I know it was like obviously at different times yeah so we lived in like Fayetteville for one year and then we moved on to Bragg for three and then yeah. we went back to Pinehurst for three so I guess seven um and we had a house yeah. we have a house in Pinehurst um beautiful little beautiful little resort villa didn't you guys uh, love North Carolina you guys maybe uh, no we yeah. never lived there but Not I understand uh, I mean like family like Liam you know he's a simple boy uh he likes simple things um I'm more of a city girly or like an ocean girl yeah uh we were in the smack center of North Carolina with literally I mean I mean when I was you know when I was like eight years old it was fine because we we're just like hanging out with other little kids but like at the end of the day like if I lived there now <laughs> yeah so uh, what were your top two places in your top and in, in your uh, least favorite <laughs> yeah in your bottom two I, I would say I my that. top two certainly be spotting on the top uh living overseas in Europe when you're a teenager is enlightening uh, honestly yeah it's really crazy uh yeah. it changed a lot for me like as a person I came back a very different person I think and um it was just, I mean, we traveled a lot. We were able to, it was very cheap to travel. Like when you're in Europe itself, it's very cheap. Um, and I don't know, it was really, I learned German a little bit. I could conversate. Um, it was fantastic. I like tutored little Spanish kids uh, to teach them English, but they knew like Spanish and German. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like things like that, like things like, I mean, probably wouldn't really come by in the United States. Um, I had an internship at, in Dublin there at a newspaper. Um, so I loved it. And then second was probably, honestly, I'll say it. No, I won't. I take that back. Actually, you know what? I'll say Nova. I'll say really? Nova. Because of the people I met, um, I... We are a pretty urban area. People don't think yeah. that. Yes, we are. Very surprising. Yeah. Um, I think that I have a lot of friends from there. Like. Yeah, you do. I remember yeah. you had like a few like really close friends. I never yeah. even like got to really meet them. But Serene, you know Serene. Yeah, I, like I know of them, but like I never got close with them. Yeah, they're There's amazing. Just two, like two different worlds. Yeah. But yeah. They're- they're great like I I still am very in contact with like Erica and well I'm not gonna name drop them but you know I'm very close with a lot of them and I remember her um, too yeah yeah uh and I don't know I I just I still have a lot of roots there so I think that's probably the second best and I love DC I still love DC um he's so cool not a big VA girl not a big fan uh I get bored very fast oh Uh, no I get bored here all the time I think going back being 21 (laughs) might be a little fun um but definitely not when i was yeah you know when we were like i don't know when we were like 14 i was bored all the time i couldn't drive you couldn't do anything mm-hmm. like, you know you, there's no sidewalk on like old mm-hmm. main, one main road yep. like really dangerous people like literally get hit by cars and die there all yep. the time um yep and you and like at that time we were like a little it was a little early for us to go in the metro and go in dc yeah. alone and that's even if our parents let us yeah so there wasn't like much you could do except just play around in the neighborhood and but i mean shit we fucking mastered that so yeah true. but anyway uh, I'll, I'll explain mine now so oh wait what was your bottom two? Oh wait yeah what's your bottom two bottom two um kansas Ew, ugh, yuck. uh and 
honestly, probably bottom two is also Nova. Yeah. It's a very love hate relationship. Like it's like Las Vegas. Like you definitely earn a million, but then you've also lost like 1.5 million at the same time. (laughs) So ratio L plus negative. Um, I would say that. So I'll start off with mine. Um, I was born in Denver and then while I was born, my dad was in Iraq. So then it was just me, my mom, and then we moved to Seattle and that's where my mom's from. And so we just like chilled there with like some of her friends. And then we moved to my, my, my mom's mom's house, um, my grandma and her grandpa when he was still alive. And we moved to Idaho, catch it or not. I swear to God, Idaho. I'll tell you what though. That was actually some of my brightest childhood memories because my grandparents are good people. No, I swear to God. I mean, I was a kid, like you don't really have that much to, you know, impress yourself with, but it was just such a peaceful life and it was such an honest living and they had all the, all the seasons. So like we would like go on snowmobiles when it was snowing, like I would go picking apples with my grandparents and then like go give them the horses or like my grandpa was the one that would like make fun of me for being like a pussy for not getting my hands in the dirt and like, like picking up like worms, you know, for fishing. It was just, it was an awesome life from what I remember. And my mom loved it too. And then from Idaho, we moved to, I think from Idaho, we moved to uh, Germany and, oh no, we moved to Colorado Springs. We went back to Denver or like just South of Denver. And then we went to Germany and that's where, that's the longest I've ever lived was from five to nine was in Germany. So like, that was like my childhood. And then from there we came back and then we went to Charlottesville, which is where we happened to collide, which (laughs) I didn't know about. Charlottesville, Virginia, where UVA is. And then from UVA, I mean, Charlottesville, we went to, um, we went to California, the Mojave Desert in South California in a, in Fort Irwin, which was literally the size of like maybe a total of 10 streets, give or take, um, probably like an hour and a half outside LA. And then from there, we went to Nova. Yeah, we went to Nova. And then we, and then from seventh, from fifth, sixth, and seventh, and those were three years. And that was like also my childhood. That's where I met all you guys for the first time. And I went down to uh, Augusta, Georgia, and for two years. And then I came back up to Nova. And then now I'm in school in Baltimore. So it's, it's been a lot. Yeah. Um, my top two, 100% are, I mean, I have to say Germany. I mean, I, I, I remember, and that was like my childhood, but I remember being so happy and feeling so free, like mm-hmm. so free there. And I was like, so, and I don't know if this was just cause I was a kid, but like living in that environment made me so um, optimistic yeah. and like, it made me excited about like the next day, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm not, I'm not going to say that like, <laughs> I'm like depressed right now in the United States because like I have to wake up tomorrow. Okay. You can, whatever. I'm not that fucking, yeah, whatever. I'm not that pessimistic, but like it was exciting to be there and it was freeing. And it was also beautiful. Like people forget that. Like when you look at beautiful things, like it, like you internalize that, you know, and there's such freedom there. And I just loved it. And it was just beautiful. And it was also kind of a little bit fun for me because it, because it kind of felt like a giant vacation because my parents aren't from there. Yeah. So like I was also experiencing Germany as in like 
my parents weren't from there. So we were all learning it together. So it was like really fun. And then I'd say number two, and this is really funny. I would also say Nova because it made me who I am. And I think I needed Nova truthfully. I needed a little bit of that like toxicity and like (laughs) extremely fast pace to be who, to be who I am now. And it definitely fucking grew me up real quick. That's for damn sure. But it's also in my bottom two as well because it's so toxic and it's so competitive and there's also nothing really to do all the time yeah and but i think my bottom two would be my bottom two would truthfully i've enjoyed every place i've been to i think i would have to say maybe georgia just because it was so different but there's a lot of things about the south that i really love that I don't think they that I don't think it gets enough credit for, like the food. They're they're genuinely like very respectful people. Like I've like witnessed some like racist people, but like it's not common, is what I'm saying at all. Mm-hmm. And they're very respectful. Like all of them have manners. They all dress you as like anyone that's elderly. You dress them as yes sir, yes ma'am. It's just a sign of respect. And if you don't know them, you just it's a very respectful environment. Um. So there's a lot of things I like about the South, but I'd probably say Nova and Georgia are my two least favorite. Just I'd say Nova is my least favorite because it's so toxic, toxic, and it kind of it you can't avoid the mental strain that gets put on you mm-hmm. for sure. It's it's honestly hard to deal with. Um, and then Georgia just because it was so slow, that I was so used to living at high pace all the time, just from like moving all the time, but also living in Nova, which is such a high paced place. But Georgia was just slow. Like they just lived day by day, which I respect a lot. And like, it gave me patience, but there was also a part of me that was bored by that. So that's our experiences. But overall, I'm so thankful to be a military kid, like so thankful because I've got to see some amazing places, but I think what's most important, the the large takeaway that I think I'm privileged to have as a military kid over other people is that you can, you get to really get to know, and I'm not talking about some vacation for two or three weeks. Those people from the North and they're like, I, I landed in Atlanta airport and all those Southern people are terrible acting like all, okay. First of all, Northern people are just as ignorant as people from the South. Okay. It's like, worth here. Out a doubt. It pisses me off. You know what I mean? Northern people sit here on their little pedestal and they're like, the South sucks. And it's like, okay, how many times have you been there? Oh yeah. I went to like a two day trip in Savannah with my dad because he had work in Florida. It's like, you don't know shit. Like stop talking out of your little fucking high pedestal ass. Like you got to live there for at least a year and a half to understand those people. You know what I mean? And like the, my whole point is that when you live with people for more than a year and a half, which is like perfect time of what we did, like two to three years, you get to like, see how they think you get to see their morals and you get to see how they operate. And what I've taken away personally is it doesn't matter where you're from. Everyone has good intentions. They really do. And so I'm very optimistic on that standpoint. And everyone wants what they think is best. And, sure. yeah. and I think that's universally good. But everybody is just a little different. And that like the way they say certain things, like literally like the choice of words, perhaps even accent or the way they value certain activities is just different. It's different. But like, once you realize that, not only do you become like socially skilled, like I think I'm, I think being a military kid has made me emotionally more intelligent than like 
probably more than anyone I've ever met. Truthfully, <laughs> I'm not, not even exaggerating. I really do. And I think I get to see the bright parts in people where some people may not see those bright parts. And I think that's a virtue. So that's what I take away from it. I am like, I couldn't imagine like growing up another way uh, or living like a stagnant lifestyle or a a still lifestyle. Um, And I think that like, again, I think that it, it comes with massive privilege. It does like, traveling a lot, you know, that's a privilege. Like not a lot of people can do that. Um, I think like it makes you a lot tougher too. Yeah, uh, sure. make, you grow up a lot faster, I think. Um, and that's, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's just a thing. Like, it's just a thing that happens. Um, and you know, you're, you're a little bit more prone to like, <laughs> to like tough situations and like feeling big emotions at like little ages and like, making new friends. And, you know, I think it, it, again, I have acquired so many skill. I've literally gone to like so many job interviews and been like, they're like, Oh, like, where are you from? Uh, which yeah, I'd say crazy. nowhere. I say, ah, oh, it's complicated. I'm a military kid. No, I'm serious. Like, you know how many times like people have asked me that, like when we're like at a bar or something or whatever, fuck it. Like, or like we're at like a school party and they'll be like, ah, oh, dude, where you're from, bro. And like, they'll be like, I'm from Jersey or I'm from Boston. And they'll like ask me and I'm like, dude, I'm from like nowhere. Like I like, that's like this honest opinion. Like I can say I've lived in Northern Virginia for the past like two or three years. But like, other than that, nowhere. It's like, I, I think that's a good complicated. Like I, I normally say it's complicated. And then if they ask more, I'll explain, but you know, uh, but honestly, like I'll say like, oh, I'm a military kid. And they're like, oh, say no more. I got it. Like we just have like a general, like, I think uh, like, adaptability you know mm-hmm. like outgoingness to us like um and I do I think it's been a it's been a really crazy really cool I mean I've met so many so many people I've had so many diverse experiences um and again I think that like like you were saying like taking in like sites and taking in like basically not like feeling you're, you're on a vacation but like experiencing stuff also it makes the family dynamic a lot stronger in my opinion like um, yeah no doubt go through deployments together like um, just things like that. I think it's been like a really amazing overall experience and I'm really grateful. Um, and I'm so thankful because honestly, like it's put me in, like put my life in perspective. And I think we're going to get into this a little bit, but like, I want to end up back overseas. Um, what do I, yeah, I, might I, not come ask, back I was about to ask both of y'all where you want to end up. <laughs> uh, well, I was born in the Netherlands. I can, I could, if I wanted to try and apply for a citizenship there. Um, I think I can also try and apply for a citizenship in Ireland because I have family. Um, but at the end of the day, I want to, I'm not really sure which country, I don't even know if it's going to be Europe. Just like, I, I also don't know if I want to end up somewhere. Like, I think I might want to get like an EU passport and then kind of go from there. Like I'm the same way. I'm the same way, Anna. Cause honestly, this sounds fucking ridiculous, but like, I always, when I was growing up moving all the time, I always expected myself to settle down. And there's a part of me that like, doesn't really want to settle down like i i like to change my life i like to move on and experience something take it for what it is and move on you know and i think that's just like in a funny way like that was forced on top of us but at the same time like i like it it's fun it's like gambling fun it's so fun like i think that like it was it become you become like a part of like your, your personality is like a buildup of like everywhere you've been And I think that's so interesting. Like 
a lot of people can't say the same thing, you know, like people grow up from like preschool to high, uh, you know, 12th grade with each other. And it's like, I can't even begin to think about staying in one place that long. Like, no wonder people are like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Like, get out of where? I got to go somewhere else. Like, (laughs) this is a perfect example too, because eight, you, you, wait, you, you were, you've been born and raised in Jersey, right? Like, spent 20 years in the exact same house. Yes. So this is a perfect example. Wow. How so that's that why work? it's, 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 I mean, okay. I, I think it's super interesting because I pick his brain all the time. Cause he's one of my best friends. So like we have conversations all the time about like, we have like literally the exact opposite childhood, like literally like the far left and far right different spectrums of like what a childhood is like. It's like crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, um, hate the area or not the area, the towns and the town and the surrounding areas, areas that are towns that I'm from the Caldwells they're called. I hate it here, um, but I don't necessarily hate Northern New Jersey, and I certainly don't hate living twenty to thirty minutes outside Manhattan. Oh, that's uh, so awesome! Yeah, I know, right? It's always been, it's just always been like the backdrop of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I maybe I will move to DC for a little bit after college, just because it's like next to Baltimore. But mm-hmm. I really don't think I'd ever leave the greater New York metropolitan area. Like maybe I'll live really? in like New York. Yeah. Maybe I'll live in like New York state, like yeah. Westchester County or like Long Island or something like that. But like, I just like being here. I, this is a great, this is a great point um, that I want to make that I want to pick Anna's brain a little bit. So Anna Loyola is 78% out of state. The majority of people that go to our school are, believe it or not, are from Massachusetts, New York, and specifically uh, New Jersey. Those are the top three. And some from Connecticut and some from Maryland. No Virginia. I mean, no Virginia. But you know how it is. You know, yeah. every single Virginia parent, you know, influences their kid to stay in the state. Oh, absolutely. So that's part of the reason I wanted to get out. Yeah. And so um, with that being said, there's a lot of kids that are f- either literally from New York City or like a few uh, uh, minutes outside. Like, for example, like Aiden which I think is re- fucking ridiculous. Like I've lived everywhere, but New York's just different. But yeah. what I found, which is so, so odd to me, and I literally cannot understand it. And like, I want to understand it because I can't see it as anything else other than just like stubbornness is that there's so many kids in Aiden being one of them, like he just said, where they grew up around New York and they literally cannot see themselves living anywhere else as if they've never seen California or as if they've never seen in Europe. And most of them haven't truthfully, but they're so set on not leaving the New York area without even giving the rest of the world a chance, which I think is just insane. Like <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been up and down, insane. I've been up and down the Eastern seaboard many times and nobody, I, I've never been to the West coast. The only West coast I've been to was like Costa Rica Pacific side. But um, like I've been from Maine down to Florida, all those states many times. And yeah, I can comfortably say that New York's the best place. But like that's one coast of one country. Like, have you ever gone to Denver or no, like, and I want San to. Diego? I'd love to go to Denver. But Dude, I like, feel like I, I feel like I need a little beach in my life, you know? Yeah, but like yeah. I, I just like I don't understand that that like and like if it's really that great, like I can't judge. Like that's sick. But even if New York, New York is that great, I would still want to go to other places because New York at the end of the day is just you, New York. It's not Europe. It's not West Coast. It's not South America or South Africa. It's only New York. Like it's one place. You know what I mean? And I just find that so crazy. And another thing too, Anna, 
was there was a lot of um i actually knew a lot of new jersey and new york kids because we have a very good study abroad program we offer a bunch of fucking places to go to and over the summer as well and so um a lot like i think 60 percent of people at our school go to, to abroad between sophomore year junior year and senior year it's really cool that's great yeah it's really cool but the majority of kids that didn't want to go simply because that they just didn't think that they would enjoy being abroad most of them were from new york or from jersey and they were like i like it here i don't think that there's going to be anything that's going to be interesting enough for me to actually want to go there because i'm from this area and so i'm not going abroad and i was like like floor to the like literally chin touching the ground and i was like what like that like that is insane like yeah. that's a religion like that's literally yeah. a religion like and i was like i couldn't help but just like 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 i almost wanted to smack them like who the fuck do you think you are like seriously mm-hmm. like i get it new york's cool and like you love your neighborhood and i trust me i want you to enjoy your neighborhood but who the fuck are you to say that you won't like europe like you like stubborn little shit you know what i mean i don't <laughs> understand it it's stubbornness it really is it is stubbornness it is stubbornness um, it's like it's literally like and I, I i say that like i call you a stubborn shit on purpose to let you know that like dude like you would like europe that's well, yeah, i know like, like, it's like, for you yes. I know. Originally, I do regret my choice not going abroad. I've told you that before, but like yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. that's why I'm going to fucking Belgium yeah. and Munich. He's and visiting us, Anna. Oh, really? He's gonna yeah. come. He's gonna he's gonna fly in to um, Brussels, and then he's gonna stay at Leuven with me and a few of my friends, and then we're gonna go to Oktoberfest together. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So I'm really I'm very excited for that. Um, it's gonna be. But so see, fun. that's the thing. Like, I think like at least for right now, since I've never been to Europe, a week is a lot better and more comfortable for me than six months. So that's, yeah. that's just how it is for me. Yeah. And again, I still like, but like, I do like kind of wish I did apply like retrospectively, but like, I still like don't a hundred percent regret not applying. See, but like, that's what I don't understand is like, what makes you feel that you're not capable of living in a place and then like eventually liking it over like a form. It's not the, in- it's not the incapability. It's the fact that this is, and this is what, many arguments across our apartments dining room table have been about about jersey pride um and how There's nationalism that's what yeah is. basically i will Fucking i will fascist. fully i will fully call myself a jersey nationalist um no, there's something there's something with about the culture here which yeah it, it's toxic a lot and it kind of sucks a lot but there's a sense of this sounds so fucking stupid, but there's like a sense of just like overall community. Like even though there's some redneck hillbilly fucks that are 20 minutes away from me. And then there's also like the liberal ass, most progressive people that are also 20 minutes away from me, like in both directions, East and West. Like, it's just like, everyone gets along in the sense of, yeah, we're from New Jersey. We're from New York. We got the fucking city. Um, There's a big, a big thing that was a community thing was when in 2012 hurricane Sandy happened Mm. and um fucked everybody up like i don't have any beach houses or anything like that but like i was stranded on my street for like a week and a half because there were two trees down on both ends of my streets and they couldn't get to them because there were trees down everywhere else so i was just sitting in my house like that we were stranded um and then everyone's like oh you know like remember super storm sandy and also another big one for that like collectiveness is 9-11 in all honesty true yeah 
That makes um, sense. That and makes like, I, it's hard for me to describe because I wasn't like born through it, but like everywhere you fucking drive, especially like in this area of New Jersey. Are you like, alive? No, I was born three months after. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, my mom, well, this is interesting because like my mom is Arabic, um, emigrated from Syria. She was in mom- on it. <laughs> yeah, right. no, I'm just my kidding. mom my mom no my mom's a christian arab so she's arab? Um, yeah she she, arab? no i oh, wish I my mom that's cool i can understand it a little bit um, uh i'm good i'm good thank you for asking oh my God. See? yeah so i can understand it a little bit um i could i could have said like schwain like i know how to say like i'm like you know but like i'm like not comfortable talking it um, but like she emigrated from Syria with her whole family to New Jersey in 1979. Mm-hmm. Everybody lives within a mile radius of each other. It's like everyone just occupies a three town, a three street area in Union, New Jersey. And holy shit, we have 10 minutes left already again. Um, and it's like when 9-11 happened for my mom, she was working uh, not in the city, but she was like a travel pharmaceutical rep. And they were watching on the news, like some hotel, my, my, this, the worker was like, or her boss or whatever was like, you need to go home right now. Your name is Fairuz Rahal. You need to go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone fucking like watched 9-11 happen, like from where they were. Like you can see my town's 20 mi- miles outside New York and I'm not on a hill or anything, but apparently you could see the smoke like from where you were. And like, there's multiple vantage points and stuff like that. Everybody knows somebody who died or was affected by 9-11 yeah it's it's so that's like a kind of like communal thing and like talking about it like 20 almost 23 laters on or 21 laters years later on holy shit um (laughs) it's like whatever like for me at least because like i never saw it happen i never experienced it and like even like for my parents a little bit it's like okay yeah like whatever like we're moving on but like even still it's still like a thing like you'll see never forget signs on people's lawns and stuff like that there's like monuments everywhere like i think that's a thing that's uh makes it everyone so like oh we love new jersey and we love new york because yeah. it's like we've been through shit i understand that i went there last summer i went to um one of my friends nick's house and i i went to into new york city with uh aiden nick and a few other people i can't really remember but anyway th- like literally like like we remember 9-11 was, is like a business plan there like posters and like pins and shirts like it's like capitalism swept you should see up. what the world trade center looks like right now it's, it's crazy ridiculous. they have the reflecting pools where the foundations were then there's the 9-11 museum that has a three-month wait to get in um uh and then there's like someone just come to my house um there's there's a three-month wait for the 9-11 museum there's you go up to the observatory at the Freedom Tower. It's like, oh, remember 9-11 mug. It's remember 9-11 this, remember 9-11 that. It's like it's all over the place down there. Yeah. And they're not even done building the new World Trade Center complex. There's one more building. They have to replace the there's Tower One, which is the Freedom Tower. And then mm-hmm. they have Tower Three, Four. And then they still have to buy, they still have to build two, which they just announced plans for. And then five is on hold. And then seven exists. So like they're not even done with the complex yet that's crazy yeah all right it's like it's like literally like a religion there <laughs> i understand that though like i understand like that community pride and like especially when you're impacted by disaster like that's mm. obviously something that like brings me together yeah. I mean, like mac like think about like you know community member like a military member dying or like a deployment or something you know like how much you guys helped us out when my dad deployed and like um yeah. just things like that like i i, to- I totally understand that 
And I think it takes a certain level of like shove to, I think that we also have been taught, at least in the United States, that like, it's not possible to travel, like to go and live in Europe, like as a kid, you can't do that. That's crazy. Like, you know, you're so far away. There's such uh, a different like, culture. You, do like, that? you don't speak yeah. the language and whatever, like you don't speak um, European. <laughs> don't speak European. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, um, I, I think that that's like a fear mongering, like, you know, United United States, like pride sort of thing where it's like, yeah, like you don't need to go there. Like you can't go there. It's scary. And you're just a kid and you know, whatever. It's like, that's just not, I mean, like, honestly, it's really just not true. Like it's so much easier to be a young person there. Uh, It's so much easier to live there. I was just there three months, six, time is flying by Uh, like eight months ago, I guess. Um, And it was I mean I already have experience living in Europe but like most of the people I went with didn't and like it was it was like the most independent like and again I think that you go off to college like that's already like a massive step you know like parting from your parents like I think that going overseas it's I'm sorry that you didn't take the opportunity like I understand the fear and like or not even the fear just like the you know thanks love of the I mean I get it like you know, you don't have to love the United States, but you can still love like where you're from. And um, so I understand that. But I think that it's like a, re- I honestly really, really think that everybody should do it. It's- I, so do I, I believe you in that. I yeah. really do. I think your um, mind's going to change a lot when you go, especially if you're oh, going to uh, That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping in all honesty. No, I, I know it will happen. Like I've been telling him, Anna, like, cause like, I, I, I understand what it's like. Oh, also Wiesbaden. You're right next to Vil- Vilsec, right? Um, It like, was right- a- like in like an hour and a half away from Prague, right? You were like Eastern. I was like five hours from Prague. I was oh, like shit. three so you hours from Vilsack. I was like I was like the um the West Coast. I was really you close to West France. Coast. Yeah, I, I was a forty minute drive from France. Oh shit! No, I was the opposite side. I was in Vilsack. Yeah, I was I've been literally... in Vilsack. I've been. Oh okay, cool. So yeah. yeah, I was like twenty minutes from the Czech. So like I was like on the far opposite side. I love Prague. Like, like, you were back. you were like a little. <laughs> yeah, you were like. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, you was... have to go. It's honestly like an Oktoberfest, craziest oh, time know. of my life. I went when I was yeah. sixteen. It's gonna yeah, be so much fun. We we already have all of our places booked and everything. Oh, the only I'm thing, so the only thing I gotta do is buy the plane tickets. But yeah, yep. I got my I got my. Uh, we're all staying in the same hotel, like about, I think six kilometers out from the festival grounds. Yeah, and then. Um, I have a hotel booked in Leuven, but I'm waiting for you to get back to me, Mac, about that. Uh... Oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh, oh my. I got to tell you, too, Anna. Um, because uh, so Loyola owns th- this is the only um, I'll get back to you on that, by the way. Yes. Aiden, I'll explain okay. that right now. But uh, Lo- out of all the programs that Loyola offers, Leuven is the only one that owns Loyola housing there, like literally owns wow. own a building. Mm-hmm. And so kids from wherever go through Loyola housing just to um, go there. And so there's only five people from Loyola of my class that are going to Leuven. What? Yeah. And I'm close oh with God. two of them. The other two I'm, I know, but I'm not like close with them. Mm-hmm. And so it's really just kind of like us three for now. Yeah. Um, and of course we're going to get close with all five, all, all four of the other ones, but we're just, we were already friends beforehand. Yeah. And so um, we all get students from, international places so i'm going to ku leuven which is known to be an international school they have they they take in international students study abroad students from everywhere so i found out that my uh roommate is hungarian he's from budapest 
my friend Cloda's roommate is Spanish. And then my friend MK's roommate is Japanese. And we all live on the same hall together. And like, like what the, like Hungarian, Spanish and Japanese. I'm just waiting for an Australian, a Kiwi and a fucking, (laughs) you know, like in South African to be like my next door. You know what I mean? It's like so cool. You're never going to come back here. Oh no, I actually don't think I will. You're never going to come back. No, I know. And I like, I'm, I've already said this, like, I, I've, I love, I just love your, I really do. I, I, I think it's rooted in like a, a, I think their philosophy about life is more similar to mine. Yeah. You know? And I think that's, that's something that like digs deep with you. Um, you just kind of like, it, it just settles with you. Right. Yeah. But anyway, Aiden (laughs) is trying to book a place in Lubin, but our housing offers three to four guests and even gives us um air mattresses for people to sleep over but the problem is is i have to ask me my guy's name is miklos 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 gregory and so i have to ask him if i can have my friend stay over for a few nights um and i haven't really talked to him in about like maybe a month or two so <laughs> i gotta like ask him like yo dude this guy here yeah, this guy crashes in our place my friend sleep over <laughs> yeah literally so i'm gonna I mean, it'll save me a hundred bucks yeah yeah, which is no, crazy. He, two nights, really two cool, though. He's really fucking cool, and he, he's very like modern. Like he like makes fun of how like hungry is like ridiculously like homophobic. He's like, yeah, dude, this place is a fucking mess, yo. And I'm just like, god damn. You have to go to Budapest. I went so cheap, so fun. Really, it was amazing. Yeah. Oh my so, god, so much fun. Yeah, I know. I'm really excited about it. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok, as well as subscribe on YouTube so that you can watch the corresponding videos. Your continued support is appreciated, and I have a lot of fun things in store for the future. Have a great rest of your day.